0: DJ, roll the intro. Hey guys, my name is Bogdan and you're listening to Email Marketing Secrets, the show where I go behind the scenes and tell you how to master email as a marketing channel for your business. Welcome to Email Marketing Secrets. Hey guys, welcome to Email Marketing Secrets. Um, I've decided to uh, record a new podcast episode. It's been a while since I've recorded one. I think the last episode I published back in, if I'm not mistaken, um, let me just have a quick look. That's October 2020. So that's exactly one year since my first episode. I wasn't really uh, the most consistent one with uh, publishing episodes. It's been crazy since since I last recorded my first episode. Um, back in October 2020, I was, um, I was just uh, starting out my email agency. I've been working in email marketing for some of you that maybe just started listening to the podcast or maybe some of you that don't really know who I am. Um, I've been working on email marketing for a few years now and I'm working with e-commerce stores. I'm helping them. Um, setting up all of their email automation flows and and doing campaign management for them, uh, improving their deliverability and all of that. So um, it it really, during the pandemic, it really boosted, like it skyrocketed. So I had so many e-commerce stores that I've worked with. I think now I've sort of surpassed around the 50 mark of total um, e-com stores that I've worked with. So that's quite exciting. Uh, Really excited about that. And in the meantime, I've opened up Uh, emailconk.com. So I've launched my website where it's a bit of a mix between uh, helping e-commerce stores with email marketing, more specifically with Klaviyo. Uh, For some of you that don't know, Klaviyo is an email marketing tool, quite a popular one and probably the most uh, popular one for uh, e-com nowadays. I highly recommend you check it out. Just go to klaviyo.com. I'm not endorsing them or anything. They're just an awesome tool. So um yeah have a read about them they're they're quite cool if you work in e-commerce but not only if you have any sort of business and you want to do email marketing klaviyo is quite cool um yeah so it's been it's been a crazy year what a year has been right like it's been absolutely insane um i've managed to grow my agency to not a lot but i think it's somewhere around the 50k uh, per year mark um i also work uh, with another company um sort of helping them with email marketing and and email Kong, really, and this podcast is mostly just my documentation, me documenting my journey, um, learning email marketing more and and learning more about how I can uh, how we can improve revenues and and performance for for e-commerce stores. Um, and um, my main goal really is to teach others as well how to to use email marketing, how to learn the this this sort of skill because it's a very specific skill. Like email marketing is not just about, um, it's it's not just like one area that you can learn. You can do email marketing for funnels. You can do email marketing for consultancy businesses or for B two B or you know lead generation. Email marketing for e commerce is a very specific kind of um, area that you can focus on. I would call it yeah, it's a niche. I would call it a niche, and um, that's kind of like my my mission to to help online marketers learn email marketing and automation within the e commerce space and help them. Um, do what I did really. So, you know, start getting clients in e-commerce, maybe uh, uh, sort of um, manage to escape from their nine-to-five job and become a freelancer Um, or maybe they work for an e-commerce store and they want to sort of uh, heighten their email marketing skills, in which case it would be uh, a good option for them as well. So, yeah, that's kind of, I just wanted to, to, to open up the podcast by doing a quick introduction of where I've been, what I've done Um, and kind of like what Email Kong is all about in case you haven't heard about the brand. But in today's episode, I want to share with you what I've learned from generating over one million dollars from email. So I've been working in email marketing for a few years now, as I said, uh, with dozens of e-commerce clients under my belt. And, you know, I've actually done the math a while ago. I've posted an an Instagram uh, uh, um, sort of carousel about it in two parts. And I thought it, quite a, it got quite a good engagement. And I thought it's quite a, quite a good piece of content to share on my podcast as well. Um, so as of a few months ago, I think now it's even more, I've surpassed $1 million in revenue attributed to email. So that's not $1 million that I've made. It's $1 million that my clients have made accumulated from email uh, using Klaviyo. So um, yeah, we're talking here all kinds of e businesses of all sizes, types, location, like from everywhere around the world. Um, so, without getting too much into detail, number one, um, uh, uh, number one lesson from what I've learned from generating over one million dollars from email: deliverability above everything. Um, very few businesses and entrepreneurs actually understand the core of deliverability. Um, I think I cannot probably I can talk about this for for quite a while. Um, and while it can be a very technical uh, subject and complex subject, over the last few years, I've learned that the key to ensuring good deliverability is sending emails only to engage subscribers. That's all it is. If you manage to, to segment your list and you manage to pick and choose um, using your email provider, so most email providers will have this sort of setting, this feature where you can uh, create a segment based on criteria. So you create a segment of everyone that has opened your emails, clicked your emails, has been on your site, has placed an order uh, on your, on your site, on your store from the last X days. So in this case, we can create multiple ones. We can create engaged segments from the last 30 days, from the last 60 days, from the last 90 days. You can go as far as you want, really, but the the main thing that you'll have to keep in mind is the average metrics that you're going to get from each one. So from people that have engaged with you over the last 270 days, you might get lower metrics like lower open rates, lower click rates, and overall lower engagement than sending an email to someone that has engaged with you in the last 30 days. so yeah, I think just to sort of sum this this sort of first lesson because we can probably cover an entire episode about deliverability and engage segments. Focus on engage segments. That's going to massively help your deliverability. There's plenty of other things you can do like you know warming up your domain, getting a custom domain. But those are all very complex things that no, not most people will know how to do. And I think for all of us out there, email marketers that are just beginning, or you know, they're not that technical, or even e-commerce stores that want to just uh, a quick and simple uh, uh, win is to focus on engaged subscribers. And to overcome this, uh, to, to manage to create those engaged subscribers, you'll have to prioritize investing in automation. So that brings me to my next lesson that email automation is key. Um, so email automation is key, to growing, is key to growing your engaged subscribers. Emails from automated flows are open, clicked, and engaged with much more Um, uh, um, they have a much more frequency and volume than generic email campaigns, right? If you send an email to your 20,000 subscribers, all of them, that's your entire list, you'll get very average metrics from that. Who knows? Like It depends on a case-by-case basis, but you might get a 10% or 15% open rate depending on how new and uh, fresh that email list is. Um, As opposed to if you set up your automated uh, emails, so for example, a welcome series flow, where people constantly subscribe to your email list and they get that first email where essentially they sort of expect it, right? When you get a pop-up on your website and you put your email address and you click sign up, you usually do it because you wanna get something in return. So whether that is a, um, let's say a a coupon code or whether that's an ebook or a white paper, whatever, um, you, you would give your email address to get that back. And most brands, most businesses won't give it to you right after you've entered your email address. They'll tell you and if you, For all of you out there that are not doing this, I highly suggest you do it because it will improve your deliverability. They'll tell you to download that said resource or to get your coupon code from the first email that they've just sent you and to check your inbox. Now, what that does, that essentially makes your emails get incredible open rates. So you'll get from your welcome flow, if set up correctly, you'll get over 60% open rates. That massively uh, helps you with deliverability and massively helps you build this list, this this segment of engaged subscribers. So what I tell most of my clients uh, that are just starting out is to have their welcome series flow um, and their abandoned car flow. So these two, maybe the browse abandonment flow, we can get into these a bit later as well in a future episode about each of these flows, um, switched on for at least one month before even thinking of sending broadcast campaigns. So number three on the list is um, that design is more important than ever. And I cannot stress this enough. I see so many uh, e-commerce stores that are sending very average emails, and I think it's it's sad because it's not hard to create a, a simple, clean uh, email with a sleek design, right? Like you just have have one cool image in it, make sure that you know it follows some sort of basic layout uh, uh, frameworks, and just don't overcrowd it, right? Like the number of browsers and devices in the hands of consumers nowadays is making email design more important than ever. Um, We have, you know, we have a laptop, we have an iPad, we have, uh, uh, you know, maybe you have like a a work from home sort of situation going on with a big screen where you also check emails. All of these are different layouts in which your email is going to be seen. Um, And you want to make sure that your email is designed properly and it, it fits, it's optimized for all of these different devices. Um, and you need to pay, yeah, I think you need to pay as much attention, attention to your email design as you do to, you know, your social media posts or your videos on YouTube. It it needs to be prioritized. And unfortunately, it's not. And uh, it's definitely uh, one that it's going to go on my list. Um, the next one is A-B testing is not anything spectacular. And this is actually a lesson that I um, I sort of borrowed from, um, one of these, uh, these agencies that I follow this, this guy that I follow on LinkedIn, uh, he has a marketing agency in the UK. And this is exactly what he was saying. Um, AB testing is not anything particular. So, you know, a lot of my clients is bored, well, they're asking me to run AB tests on relevant elements in emails, such as Uh, you know, Bogdan, why don't you run an A-B test on $10 versus 10% off in in coupon codes or uh, let's test a short headline versus a long headline or, you know, we should look at what the difference is between sending uh, an email in in daytime versus sending an email in nighttime. Um... If I'm honest, some of these might actually, depending on the size of your list, because that's also an element to keep in mind, some of these might tell you something, that you might find a trend from it, but very rarely do these tests actually lead to uh, any statistical significance. They'll be very close to one another and you won't be able to make any data-driven decision uh, from it. And what I would say instead is to focus on the customer journey and build an excellent customer experience instead. Have all of these automated flows uh, uh, run at different points during your customer journey. So have a new subscriber flow when someone first subscribes. Have a browse abandonment flow for someone who abandons uh, the you know so, sort of their browsing session and they look at a product and then they get an email to remind them. Have a checkout abandonment flow as well. Uh, Make sure you have a post-purchase flow. Focus around different areas. Maybe you want to upsell some of them. Maybe some of them are going to be about uh, thank you emails with some review requests in there. Maybe one of them is going to be to request an NPS score from them and some feedback about how the particular service or product was received. Focus on customer journey and you won't have to worry about doing hundreds of A-B tests to, to, to understand when your customer or when your subscribers are going to be more engaged. Number five on the list is that I highly recommend you leverage research. So what I mean by that is you should use tools such as SurveyMonkey or Typeform, which I'm pretty sure you might know. If not, they're essentially their form, online form uh, tools that you can integrate with your email provider and you can send these sort of forms to your customers or or subscribers to gather insights so you know that can be you know it can be a review request that you can actually build inside your uh, type form but you can add multiple questions in there to enrich your data so find out a bit uh, a bit more about your customers what do they like why do they buy all of these different uh, questions that often brands don't ask and they're wondering why uh, their customers are not buying from them it's because you're not asking them what they want you're not talking to them um, you know, as I'm also following this brand called Omniconvert and the founder is actually a Romanian, as, as I am, and he's, he's often saying uh, how important is customer research, regardless of the type of business that you have, whether you sell courses online, whether you're a SaaS business, whether you're an e-commerce store, um, if you really want to scale your business and skyrocket sales, you need to understand your customer. And um, research is essential, especially in email marketing. And you can leverage a lot of tools to to send more data-driven campaigns to to your subscribers. Uh, The next one on the list is that you shouldn't prioritize discounts. Um, You know, gone are the days where subject lines like 10% off for 24 hours um, still work without a proper context. Now, if these sort of uh, discounts are within automated flows, so someone has subscribed to your email list, you send them a 10% coupon code, then you send them a few emails about your brand, like this is uh, our story, um, you know, this is our bestsellers. Uh, this is how this, uh, how we sort of created our first product. So, you know, you build sort of that, 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 that relationship with the customer. And then the last email within this flow can be, hey, your 10% off is expiring soon. That could work because that has context. But just sending uh, a random campaign on a Tuesday, on a random month, uh, with the subject line 10% off for 24 hours, that's not going to work. It's the least creative method to engage your audience. Um, instead, I would focus again on data enrichment to find out more about your subscribers and send relevant content to get them to purchase. Um, if you use these sort of online forums to enrich your data, you can find out, for example, if you sell it to both women and men, maybe ask them. Um, you know what, 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 what sort of uh, what they're interested in buying. Don't ask them what their gender is. Maybe that's a bit too intrusive. But you can ask them what what are they interested in buying? Uh, shoes, for for example, if you're selling shoes, shoes for men or shoes for women. And then you sort of split these very top level uh, uh, segments to send more uh, relevant uh, content to them. And you can ask plenty of things. You can, you know, you can you can go at, you can deep dive into this as much as you want, really. So. Uh, for example, if you're selling clothes, you can ask your customers what item they tend to buy more more often. Is it jeans? Is it sweaters? Is it um, um, whatever, right? Like uh, shoes, and you can add them into all of these different pots. And when it come when the time comes for for a promo, instead of having the discount uh, at the front. Um, use the subject line to to sort of use the data that you've gathered to drive your subject line. So you can say that we have a special promo on jeans. And if you already know that those people are interested in jeans and that's the product they buy more often, that's going to call out to them. And that's how you can engage your subscribers more uh, um, data-driven and more creatively, really. But yeah, that's, um, I think, I believe that was six or seven uh, lessons that I've learned from generating over $1 million from email. And... Yeah, I think, I think I have loads of cool things to share with you guys. Uh, really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, sorry if it's a bit all over the place. Again, it's the first podcast episode I'm recording since October of 2020. So that's one year already. Uh, so if you really like to learn more about email marketing, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Email where I share exclusive content on email marketing every single day. Um, it's, it's, it's quite cool. It's loads of cool creatives that I share in there about how to um, approach different areas of email marketing and if you want to download loads of cool resources like templates email swipes courses then uh, I recommend to head over to emailkong.com my website I've launched this a few months ago and I'm posting blog posts on there I have a resource page where you can download swipes and templates I've just recently launched a uh, for email abandoned cart template where you can literally copy and paste the emails I've been using with my clients and put them into your uh, emails if you're in e-commerce stores or into your clients emails if you're a freelancer or an agency. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for, for listening and I'll see you uh, on the next episode.